Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Today's episode, we are going to talk about being spiteful in our marriage. And one of my takeaways was that we need to recognize when that is so that we don't have many instances of being petty or spiteful, that it grows into this giant issue within our marriage. Yeah, my takeaway was the thoughtfulness or considering the thoughtfulness of our wives when they do things, even when they may seem spiteful, are probably backed by very good reasons. Now to get the full explanation of what we're talking about here, keep listening. So I feel like this episode is gonna be a bit of a coaching session for me. Um, it's something that I've been mindful of for a while and I've been working on. Um, but I feel like talking to you about this might also give me a little more insight into it and, uh, you know, help me make some additional changes that may or may not be needed. So the, the topic I wanted to bring up was spite or is spite, right? For me, um, I would say this is probably something I learned growing up in my family the way I did. Uh, if you know, if I had to put some sort of cause to it, mm-hmm. it comes rather naturally to me to spite my wife, right? And I understand that I shouldn't be doing that because I love her. Right. And even if it's something along the lines of, you know, uh, how do I explain this? Like me being upset about something and, you know, my mind tells me, well, this is warranted. You you should spite her for this. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, I've made a commitment to love her unconditionally and spite shouldn't be on the table so i guess my question is when i get to this space where i realize my my young brain is like hey here's a here's a nice spot to throw some spite where where should my mind be refocused to Gotcha. Before I answer, I'm going to ask you this. Can you give a definition of what you cons- what is spite to you? Well, I'll I'll just say this. I, the definition of spite, one of them is like petty ill will. Um, but what do you what do you um, what do you consider spite? And then I can answer that question a little better. I mean, I don't know that I can add anything else to that definition. That is basically what I'm talking about. Because it's, it's always petty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, and it's funny because I don't necessarily, in the moment, and maybe this is why I've struggled with it, I don't think about it necessarily as ill will, mm-hmm. right? So on the back end, while I know 
as you know either small or big as it might become i really only consider the petty part of it not so much the ill will so with that being said i think maybe if i think more that the definition revolves around ill will as well that might kind of pull me out of that area like that's that's not something i want to do and or should be doing right which we already know um but yeah i mean it, i think it's mostly just petty for me <laughs> yeah the marion webster says exactly uh petty ill will or hatred with the des- the disposition to irritate annoy or thwart so it's really like it's petty it comes out of a play a not great place and it's either gonna annoy you know or irritate or something so there's there's a weightiness to it but there's not right so if you don't think about it, you can it's just something that you do and you're like ah oh, i should really something 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 real petty right um but a way to i guess stop that or help you recalibrate is like you just said like okay it, it's not real i don't really want to have ill will toward my toward my wife i'm just being petty right now um but also something that we always preach on this um this podcast is just to always try to remember that your wife has your best interest in heart now if you're both out here being petty then like <laughs> there's definitely evidence of that and that might be something you can talk about but generally speaking, um, you know, I know your wife is not going to just come come off to do something just because she wants you to feel some type of way. Yeah. And I'm trying to come up with <clears throat> an example um, of my propensity to be petty, right? And also, you know, with the work that I've done, um, my recognition of said pettiness and, mm-hmm. you know, my progression from that. And I think I've recently brought it up on the pod, but there's an example where, all right, so this is going to go back to me and my piles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> piles of stuff I just put places, and in my mind, it's organized chaos, right? Right. So I know where everything is until it gets moved by my wife. Um so I come home one day, and this is for anyone who hasn't heard the story before. You know, she had moved some things to my little office area, which is you know basically just a desk in a corner, and you know that's really all the space I need. But you know, she moves it there for whatever reason. It could be that like I left something on the dining room table, and she's like, "Well, we have to eat, so I'm going to move this here." Right? Um, it could just be something like. I left in the kitchen and, you know, my ADHD made me start something else and I walked away from it and just never got back to, you know, putting it in its rightful place or whatever, whatever the case may be. I come home, there's additional things on my desk and I'm like, why? (laughs) Right? And in the moment, like, I I feel like I just wanted to move it back and like, this is okay here. Like, it doesn't need to be on my desk. Not everything needs to be on my desk, right? This is how my mind is thinking. And so in my mind, that's like kind of spiteful, right? So, oh, you can move this here. I'm gonna move it back. And then like, 
wait till you notice and it'll be a thing, right? But (laughs) (laughs) in that moment, I was able to mildly broach the topic and I asked her, um, I feel like I don't have any other space in here other than like my office area. So I feel like anytime you find something of mine, you like you just move it there and whether it belongs in my office or not, like it's just the spot, like everything, it goes. And she was busy, I think cooking at the time. And then like, it's my responsibility to go and be with the kids. I had just got home from work. So um, I kind of just left it at that and walked away, right? My wife being who she is, came to me and she's like, you, you need to come into the kitchen and we need to talk about this, All right? So we were able to settle it. But what I learned is for her, my piles give her anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And it was something I didn't know, right? So knowing that, number one, made me feel bad about wanting to be petty. But number two, made me feel bad because like I didn't know I was causing anxiety in my wife. And so with that being said, I just need to be better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always when you play out that, when you play out the scenario or have someone be able to give you more context to why they did something, that's when you can be like, oh, I probably shouldn't be petty because there's usually a reason why. Um, in most strong, healthy relationships, that's the case. Um, sometimes it's not, and then if your relationship is at an unhealthy place, then there can be a lot of spite kind of going back and forth. Um, yeah, I mean, your thought process kind of walks through just what spite is, right? Because you're like, why is this here? Like, so I'm going to move it back. Like, that is it's basically you're just doing it to irritate or annoy. Like, there was no, like, purpose had you done that besides annoying (laughs) you know what i mean um so i think that's a or irritate because she moved it there now you're moving it back then she's gonna move it there then she's gonna move it back and that is like the the epitome of spite and pettiness at that point so once you walk through that you see that there's not really a reason let's just talk about it and then once you did glad that she followed back up because in essence, if that was me, I could have just said my piece and walked away and like forgot about it till the next time. And then maybe have moved to action, like I'm put this back and just leave it there. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, kudos to her because she definitely got us to a resolution on that one. Um, and talking about reasons as well, she also shared with me, like the reason I put it there is because I know you always go there. So I figured if you saw it there, you would put it away. <laughs> yeah, the the funny thing about that is like it's really a thoughtful uh action for her. Cause she's like, okay, this is this is his. I don't know when he'll see this again or what happened and why it's here. I know it doesn't go here, so I need to move it. Where will he see it so he can put it in the right place? Not like let me put it somewhere and then he can't find it when he needs it. Right? You see what I'm saying? So there's so much consideration in there. Um, but I know a lot of times we see this uh, play out in kind of our counseling sessions is 
you know, for like in, with with like money situations, right? If someone is, they see that either they're spending money on something or they're commenting on what they're spending, it's more like, oh, that bothers them. Okay, I'm gonna do it more. Like I'm gonna spend more on it, or I'm not gonna tell them, or I'm gonna, you know. So that is a deeper, like, you know, when you mess with people's money, like it's <laughs> it can be real cut, real deep. Um, so a lot of those things, it can be comparing um, what people are spending on. Um, if there's a budget, if they keep blowing that budget, um, you know, for me, I actually, I have to fight that sometimes because I usually don't spend money. I'm more of the saver and my wife is more of the spender. So I really have to fight through that based on things that we budget for. Like it's allocated funds, but I could easily reconcile my mind and be like, well, okay, so she spends this much every month on this. So three months from now, I should just go buy this. You know, that's the same amount, but different. But we also didn't budget for it. So like, who is that helping? <laughs> no one. Um, so that would be an, that's just something I have to really work through um, sometimes. And sometimes it's like, ah, oh, I don't even think about it. And it's like, man, I really want this thing. Do I, should I sacrifice something else when I never buy anything anyway? So, I mean, we have, we kind of have the money. I can actually talk my way and wrap this into the budget if I want to. Um, so it's just those things. And if I was to do that, that would be, without even talking to her, would be bad communication and poor financial stewardship. But at the same time, I could just justify it. Be like, man, she buys that, so I'm going to buy this. <laughs> so this is going to be a little bit of a pivot but you brought up the money aspect of it. And I heard Steve Harvey, or I, I watched a clip of Steve Harvey talking about this, and I wanted your opinion on it. Um, how do you feel about having separate, uh, like, fun money accounts, right? Like, so you have your, your central account where all the money comes into, but then you have budgeted, like, fun money for each person. And then, like, it's, like, basically the guilt-free way of being able to spend your budgeted fund money. Do you, do you think that's okay? I actually think that that's fantastic. We currently, where our financial goals are, we don't really have that. Um, so I've never experienced it, but it seems like, why not? Like, have a, have a separate account that's specifically yours. You do whatever with it, you know, you're getting this money in. I don't even have to worry about it. Um, we can just reconcile the budget when we talk about it later. If if ne if there needs to be a conversation, like if we're that if we're that detailed in what we're spending on, then we can say, oh, like I use my fund money for this. Am I spending too much in this thing? But it's fund money, so it kind of is like, how do you do that, right? So um, if the amount is what the amount is, then go for it. So, but when you say separate, what do you mean separate? I guess, let me ask that. Like separate, like it's not a joint account, like it's just that one spouse's account or it's separate, like, so she may have an account that I know about, but I don't ever check it, but I have access to if I wanted to. So that I'm not sure about. The way he made it sound okay. was, you know, it is a separate account, right? And, and it might be tied 
like to the same bank, to the same central account. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it would be more or less like, you know, if I log in, I can see all the accounts and I can see, you know, what's in there or what's not in there. Right. Because it would make the most sense to have them all tied to one account. So digitally, we could just, yeah, you know, is. we allotted this amount. Boom. I'll just push it over here. This one. Boom. Just push it over there. Right. But it's not so much like, oh, you know, I want to be able to go in and check on what she's spending on. Like, it's, right. we already said that's, yeah. that's whatever you want to do with your money, money. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Right? Um, so I'm not even so concerned about what it's being spent on. It's just more or less like knowing that we put the money in there that we said was going to go in there and being able to do that easily. And then, uh, you know, just having a separate debit card for that so you could do whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I, on that topic, I feel like it's a great way, let's say there was a, a larger ticket item that you want to purchase for yourself, number one. Mm-hmm. You could take a couple months and save up for it, right? And then secondly, what I like about this also is where we struggle because we don't practice this right now is... Uh, you know, gift giving times, right? If we have a, right. a shared Amazon account or, you know, whatever the case may be, you say, you see that, oh, this went to Titleist.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, getting some for golf. Yes, right. You do the happy dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think this would be a real, uh, real solid way to mitigate that as well. No, yeah, I definitely agree. And we also struggle with that on the gift giving. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it had come to the point where, like, if we do a gift, we have to, like, move, we move a lump sum and then, like, have someone else buy it <laughs> because so that we can't see, um, which is a little bit of a pain. But I think that would be a good practice for us, too. Yeah. I like that. I've, I've actually thought about it, and we generally teach that, but we haven't got to where we want to, where we're actually, like, Let's put some money. It's hard for us to reconcile putting away fun money right now, even though it's a healthy thing that we should do. But we just have to work through that, you know, as a unit. But we haven't, we haven't landed on doing that and or a number. Um, so, but I, I think in the near future we will. We've been working toward it, but we'll see what happens. And I, and I kind of, I think I kind of feel where you're coming from because for us at least, or. I haven't necessarily had this conversation with my wife, so I'll say for me, that money that I want to budget for fun, I shouldn't necessarily be doing that top number yet, right? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, a in my mind, it's like all or nothing. But right. what I should do to get into the practice is just make it like 50 bucks per pay period or 100 bucks per pay period, mm-hmm. right? And then... Like if I truly want something and I'm committed to waiting for it and like saving the money, then whatever it is, fifty, hundred bucks at a clip, then at least it's there, and you know I don't I don't have to worry about it. But I'm also getting the practice of being able to, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, as Dave Ramsey says all the time, Christmas comes at the same time every year. So what <laughs> if we started practicing by budgeting? like from now or the beginning of the year for Christmas, you know, did that math like, all right, so I'm going to start shopping beginning of November. 
what amount of money do I need? And then just put that money in my fund money account mm -hmm. up until that date. Yeah, I mean, I think that's super smart. But I think, you, and then you can also go a step further and be like birthdays, right? Birthdays don't change. They're the same. You could either put it all in like a gift account and be like, and know that this amount of money will go to Christmas. This will be birthdays, whatever. Um, if you wanted to go a little bit deeper, a little bit more. But, you know, sometimes life happens and you just don't plan. And then you're like, what? I need this. And then you are scrambling. But when you plan, you can uh, do better. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so completely changed the conversation. Um, I don't know, but it, I, I feel like it was worth talking about. So I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. mind so much that we changed it a little bit. Um, no, I agree. Is there, considering we started off talking about spite, is there anything else that you could think of that might uh, serve the audience, uh, help me out in, you know, just kind of being better at, I guess, considering the feelings and or thought process of my wife? Yeah, I think it's to try to, like from your example, if you can try to recognize it, like put it on your radar that if it's something you do often, like recognize that um, and be like, okay, am I doing this? Should I say this? Like really kind of evaluate, just take a one second thought, like, do I need to say this right now? You know, and then be like, okay, I do, but why is this? Am I trying to resolve this or am I just trying to be snarky for no reason? Right. So, um, and realize it can be just the little things too, like as small as moving something back to where you think it should be or moving, you know, dealing with money situations within your marriage. It's a wide range, but if you can start with the smaller things, um, and then just have a conversation. I think it's the conversations that allow us to see the reasons behind whatever the annoyance is or whatever the cause for us to want to be spiteful or petty. Once you realize that as husbands, our wives generally aren't trying to poke the bear unless we just don't communicate and she's trying to get any response that she can. Um, then you'll you'll see her thought process and then you won't be as um triggered to be petty or spiteful um i think that makes a lot of sense and i was thinking excuse me you know um how do, uh, what do i want to say what i what i do when i'm being spiteful is never on a large scale like it's never about like money or like me trying to like cut as deep as I can, right? So I think that's why largely I've been able to like make a, a pretty decent shift. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say quickly, but you know, once I was mindful of it, it became easier, right? I'll say that's a good <clears throat> that's a good thing and that goes right around right along the lines of spite. It's it's about being petty. It's ill will, but it's more to annoy or to irritate not to like crush and bring the hammer down, right? It's more so like, let me do this little thing. But at the same time, you don't want to start doing like death by a thousand cuts and you're just petty all day, every day. And then there's now this big issue 
um, because of your pettiness. So I appreciate that because it got me back to what I was thinking. Um, I think as men, we want to avoid those uncomfortable spaces, right? Um, but the funny thing is, is that for me, at least, I will do something like mildly spiteful and it creates an uncomfortable space, mm. <laughs> right? So yeah. like, let's say there, there's a trigger to become spiteful, right? Whatever that trigger was, rather than just automatically jumping into the uncomfortable space and solving it, having the conversation, I'll do something spiteful that is going to thrust me <laughs> into an uncomfortable space that's even right. worse, right? That is more than likely going to come up at a time that I don't want it to. <laughs> that's just been my that's experience. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And, all right, so I can give you all a very good example. And we're coming up on time, so I'm trying to make it quick. Um, let's say I want to go golfing, but I did something spiteful. And as I'm about to walk out the door, my wife's like, oh, before you go, let's have a conversation about this. <laughs> like, but I've got a tea time. <laughs> hey, not today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's happened once or twice in my life. I'm just, you know, put that out there. But uh, yeah, fellas, have the uncomfortable conversation from the jump. Because also in my experience, what I've found is and I just mentioned this earlier in the episode, but you will probably learn something about your wife, how the way, you know, the way she thinks and the reason she actually did something that wasn't necessarily intended to harm you, to spite you, you know, to, to make you feel some type of way. She may have just needed some relief from your foolishness that she deals with day to day. <laughs> right. Glad we brought it back around, but that's all I got on that one, man. Oh, that's good. That was a good conversation. And just a little nugget to help us as as we're trying to be better husbands and win in our marriage. So I think that was a good, good conversation. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com. Or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.